This is the Open Forum Podcast. Welcome to part two of three of our special coverage of Pedaling for PE. Pedaling for PE was a program that Open Phys Ed and Eat, Move, Grow partnered to put on down in rural Louisiana to really get the not only open curriculum, but some much needed equipment to some underserved schools in rural Louisiana. We have a ton of amazing audio today. You're actually going to hear very, very little from me because we have Nick Klein, Aaron Hart, and Kurt Stone all on the show today. There's about a solid 40 minutes of just amazing audio that we did not want to break up or cut off or truncate in any way. So without further ado, here's Nick Klein and Mike Martinez from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Martinez back with the Open Forum podcast again. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've been to any state conference, if you've been to, if you know what openphysed.org is, you know our next guest. Uh, we're joined by Nick Klein. Nick, just, just for the sake of entertaining myself, I guess, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Mike. So I am from Cortland, New York. I taught physical education for 10 years and then had the opportunity to join this uh, project that we started with Open, and now I work with U.S. Games to manage the Northeast. I think for the sake of time, Nick is definitely selling himself short. Nick is a almost international man of mystery. He's in every single state, every single... He, there's nothing that goes on in the physical world I feel like Nick doesn't have his hands in, including the Pendling for PE project, which he's down here supporting this week. Uh, what role are you playing in this project this week, Nick? I guess I'm playing a couple different roles. So first is uh, some support with some of the logistics. And then second is as one of the open national trainers. I get to go into some of the schools and deliver the, these pep rally style events and to promote physical education and, and some awareness uh, for high quality physical education and the resources that these teachers need. So I'm super excited to, to be part of this. Now this Peddling for PE project is, I'm guessing it's probably the first time some of this has ever taken place on this scale helping out schools in need in terms of space and resources, equipment, things of that nature. Why is, what, what was the, what's, what's the initiative for, for Open to take on a project like this? What are we hoping to accomplish this week? I think it furthers our mission. So our mission, obviously, like, in, and the, the core philosophy that, that we kind of uh, were founded by is equity of access. Teachers in, in these rural areas, like, you know, don't always have the, the tools and the resources that they need. So by coming down here and spreading the message, you know, on a, on a much grander scale, not just to, to the, these teachers locally, but promoting it on Twitter and, um, you know, some of the news outlets and just through the, the social context that, that we have, we can kind of not only make these teachers feel important, but also uh, outside of these teachers, let them know that, you know, there are PE programs that, that don't have um, all of the tools and resources that, um, you know, they some teachers benefit from. So in talking to some of the other trainers who are down here for this project, we mentioned the, the hundreds of miles that are going to be covered uh, by everyone who's on bikes going from, from scene to scene. Is there any chance we get you on a bike this week? I'm hoping so. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, been, it's been a while since I've been on the bike. It's a busy summer with, with everything, with, sure. with work. Uh, personally, I got married in July, so uh, on, on a good note, that also so took up some, some valuable time, which, which I was happy to, to devote to that. So I haven't ridden a bike very much recently, so coming down here, uh, if, if I have a break from, from doing some of these uh, pep rallies, I hope to jump on and, and get some, some riding in. Well, the weather's gonna be great, so hopefully we can take advantage of that. What are some of your thoughts before embarking on a trip like this, where you know we're gonna be covering hundreds of miles and 
you know, a dozen schools and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of students. What are, what are some of your thoughts going through your head? I, I guess uh, the, the main thought uh, is making an impact. And by, by being down here, being part of this, I, I'm just, I just get super excited. It's like, like a kid on Christmas morning where like you, you like wake up and you can't get down, you know, can't wait to get down to see what Santa Claus left you. Like I can't wait to, to start tomorrow and, and to get out there. And then like the good thing with this is this is like four days back to back to back of, of seeing teachers and seeing the smiles that, that we put on their faces because we know that, you know, or they know that we're going to like provide them with, with some equipment and, and some resources to support what they do and then to see the smiles on their kids' faces when they realize, uh, you know, what, what they're going to get out of this. So it's, it's going to be an amazing week. Now, you mentioned the, the four-day project that's going on. You also mentioned getting married recently. Being down here for four days is time away from the, the recent bride. It's time away from, you know, your, your normal work. It's time away from friends and obligations. What is it about this this project, this initiative that inspires you to want to make that kind of sacrifice this week? I think that, uh, to, to reiterate part, part of my last answer is, is to, you know, see the, the impact that, that we can make. And, and it's, it's one thing to, to be at the, a local conference where, where you have like one, one teacher where we're having like a, a individual conversation with and they're like, wait a minute, like all of this is free, like open, like what, what's the catch? And they're like, there, there is no catch. Um, so, so now, like, to be part of this, like, and, and to be able to uh, meet with multiple teachers in a day and, and now also uh, interact with students and, and to provide, like, the uh, activities and, and pep rally style, like, enthusiastic uh, approach w with them, I think, uh, you know, I just didn't want to miss it. I'm, I love it. I can, I can sense the energy that you're going to bring tomorrow already coming through your answers. You so got I, it. I hope, I hope you save some for tomorrow for sure. Um, what are you most looking forward to this week? I think the thing that I'm most looking forward to is, at the risk of, of repeating myself, is, is to uh, the, the interactions, mm -hmm. building awareness, and uh, just sharing uh, the, this, this project that, that we launched uh, less than three years ago, and to see it, it grow from uh, infancy, uh, a, a few members at first to, to almost 30,000 today. Like it's, it's just like truly like a remarkable project and uh, for uh, US Games and BSN to get behind this, totally unconventional in, in terms of like what uh, people used to think of physical education curriculum and, and for open to now be out there and, and providing high quality resources at, at no cost for teachers. I think it's just a pretty amazing thing. Yeah. I know open as itself wouldn't be possible without all the work that you put in that people like US Games, BSN Sports, Aaron Hart have put in. Um, I, I hope you recognize that, that we appreciate how much you do on a daily basis to make things like this happen. And the fact that you're actually get, you get to be here in person and kind of see the fruits of it is, you know, it makes it that much more special. I think open as a whole is, is, is a, a program, a group that prides itself on being a network of teachers helping teachers. If you had an opportunity to deliver a message right now to the teachers who are going to be visiting, who are who students who are going to be impacting, what would your message be to them? What, what are you hoping that they hear or they receive from this? The one thing that I hope they receive is that, that they're not alone. You might work at, at one school and have very like little interaction with, with teachers um, physical education teachers out, outside of your school because you're the only PE teacher but you're, you don't work in a silo. There are other teachers with, with similar situations or with different situations situations that can uh, support what you're doing. 
and uh, I think open like is a way exactly like to, to play off what you just said. It's teachers helping teachers, so it's it's much bigger than than one person or two people, and uh, you know it's it's a network of teachers helping teachers. Ladies and gentlemen, he is one of the hardest working men in the business and one of the greatest human beings I've ever met. Nick Klein, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time today. Can't wait to see you out in, the sh in, in action. Over the Likewise, next Michael. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nick, for being on the show and taking some time out to speak with us. Nick Klein is one of those people who you can just tell he's always the hardest worker in the room. And Open Phys Ed is amazingly fortunate to have him on board. Up next is Aaron Hart, the executive director of Open. He describes in the next clip that Open is his life's work, and you can tell the love and passion he puts into his work every single day. So without further ado, here's Mike and Aaron from Baton Rouge. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Martinez back again with the Open Forum podcast. And we have a truly, truly special moment in the history of our po podcast and in, in the Pedaling for PE project. We are joined by Aaron Hart, the, the brainchild, the, the brains and the beauty if you will, behind the open, the open Project. Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself that anyone listening doesn't already know. Wow. Uh, I love to make hot sauce, but this year was just way too busy, and, and I feel really bad about this, but Nick grew me a ton of beautiful peppers, and he brought them in, and he reminded me, and he refrigerated them, and I didn't get a chance to make hot sauce this year. So it's a little confession, I, I, I realize that, but I, I love to make hot sauce. This year I didn't get to it, and I feel bad, so sorry sorry to Nick for wasting your peppers, man. Yeah, I thought question number one was gonna be the one to stump you yeah. by asking you to reveal something we didn't know. I think I didn't get the nail on the head. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Yeah. So sorry to hear about the hot sauce plate, and shout out to Nick Klein for coming through with the peppers. Yes. <laughs> Maybe next season. Um, but getting back to business, though, we are down here in Baton Rouge for the Peddling for PE project. I don't even know where to begin with this. What is Open trying to accomplish this week? Why are we down here? Tell us about this project. So this is, uh, I, I think, one of the most important things that we've done so far in the history of Open in, in that the potential that it has for awareness uh, over the next 5, 10, 15 years. Um, open for me, for, I said from the beginning, is a 20-year project. Um, it's not something that's just going to come and go uh, a few years, uh, but it's, if I'm going to see it through to the point where it's going to become a legacy and can, can carry on, it's a 20-year project. And this is really uh, one of those points in time that I, I, I feel like we have the potential to create uh, awareness for students and for teachers who have been you know, forgotten. For, for lack of a better word. And it's, it's really easy for us to care deeply about our own children. It's very easy for us to care about our neighbor's children and the kids that we see every day. But I've seen firsthand in a lot of different rural and urban uh, places, kids that it's not so easy to say, you know what, uh, we're gonna make sure the kids of the Louisiana Delta have what they need to have fun recess. And, um, and so I think that this is one of those points in our history where it's going to be a domino. And we start in the Louisiana Delta and we move on to places like uh, rural Kansas, uh, rural Colorado, uh, Mississippi, uh, uh, Kentucky, and places where we're already planting these seeds and, uh, and we just keep the, keep the momentum going there. 
what role specifically are, are you playing down here? I know we've talked to trainers who are facilitating the, the, the pep rallies, for lack of a better term. We've talked to people who are handling the behind the scenes stuff, people who are just supporting on bikes. Are you doing all of those things, none of those things? What role can we expect you to play down here? So I'm gonna be at every site. It's, it's gonna be an opportunity for me to interact with all of the Eat, Move, Grow coordinators that have been working hard in the trenches. It's gonna allow me to spend time with all of the national trainers. And it's also kind of selfishly gonna allow me to see the impact that we're having on students at each site. And, you know, we're gonna be working with, uh, you know, over a dozen teachers and hundreds of students. And, um, you know, the opportunity that we're providing to them with just a very small amount of equipment is something that I know is gonna have a lasting impact on the memories that they have of their childhood, right? Because we all remember recess from elementary school. We, we remember those golden opportunities that we had to play with friends that maybe lasted a lifetime. It, it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it, a kickball on you know a recess playground uh, really can have a lasting impact on childhood memories and the potential that our students will have. So, you know, I'm gonna take little snapshots and little memories away uh, of, of the children's faces probably more than anything and then you know I, I also want to make sure that I'm able to be there so that I can make that human connection and interaction with the teachers so that they feel comfortable emailing me when this is all said and done you know if, if they need something or if they need some advice or if they need a new module that I haven't thought of creating but would really help their students uh, I want them to feel comfortable sending me an email and saying, hey, Aaron, remember me, you know, I could really use a help, you know, hand with this. For sure. I'm sure there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands, of opportunities for those little snapshots yeah. from each child who is impacted by, by the stuff that we're doing down here this week. You mentioned Eat, Move, Grow in your, in your answer there, and I know obviously none of this would be possible without their support and all the, the work they're doing on the ground level for us. How, how did this project come to be? What, how did that partnership between Open and Eat, Move, Grow, like what was the genesis behind that? So I, I have to actually give credit for the, the genesis of the project to our regional manager, Jim Stringer, uh, in the Southeast, and his ability to kind of build the relationships and identify an organization that would be a good fit for this project and for Open in general. And um, so he did a really good job of that. And, and I also have to say, I'm really grateful to Eat, Move, Grow for taking a chance. And, and I say that because this is probably the 10th organization that we've approached for a similar project. And with each of those organizations, it was always, oh, come on, it's not free you know, what's the catch? Or, uh, you know, there's gotta be more to it than that. And, you know, Eat, Move, Grow has invested real funds in this project. They've invested real manpower. Um, it's been a partnership. And I'm so grateful for, for their willingness to do that, for their willingness to take a chance. But I, I think what we'll see over the next week is that their gratitude is going to shine through for really the, the love and the partnership that Open has brought 
to the Eat, Move, Grow community. Uh, Brian DeVore came down and did a train the trainer type of model with their coordinators so that their coordinators are equipped to go into each of these sites and make sure that they can do open activities and implement open curriculum properly. And th that, I mean, Brian's number one, uh, complete rock star. And so of course they're gonna have a really positive experience. Uh, but I think from that moment, the Eat, Move, Grow people saw that th this is the real deal. We care about kids, we care about teachers. And, um, and that we were gonna be with them for quite a while. And so this is you know, over a year that we've been working with Eat, Move, Grow to get to this point. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm eternally grateful and I'm proud of their whole team. They put a lot of work in this. I can actually speak to the manpower that you mentioned uh, just today driving around town uh, with Joanna. We saw teachers who are setting up banners and getting their, their schools and their, their activity spaces ready for tomorrow. So you can, you can see, you can feel the excitement yeah. buzzing. I mean, to see teachers who are in there on a Sunday afternoon prepping for a Monday event like this just shows the level of gratitude and excitement that is already being generated and right. is only going to get bigger and bigger over the next few weeks. What does not just this project in and of itself, but the partnership mean for both Open and for Eat, Move, Grow? Well, you know, a, a part of my gratitude to Eat, Move, Grow is, is also kind of rooted in my hope that it's going to unlock other partnerships with grassroots organizations. And so, you know, thanks to, to BSN Sports and the leadership there and the support that they've provided, uh, we're a national organization with over 30,000 members. And so as we've grown, uh, in order to make sure that we're connecting and we're doing the outreach with our membership that we really want to do, we need those grassroots organizations like Eat, Move, Grow to help connect us. And that's my, my real hope here is that this, this one partnership with Eat, Move, Grow is going to show the folks in rural Nevada that wow, these guys mean business. And if we pick up the phone and give them a call and, and we are willing to put in some elbow grease in, in some of our resources, we can really have a lasting impact on the forgotten schools in our communities. Uh, the schools that we're gonna visit over the next few days, and you mentioned the teachers are in there on a Sunday, they're putting up these banners, they're doing all these great things. You know, I, I think too often, it's natural, right, for people to not want to engage in things that make them uncomfortable. Kurt Stone and I have been traveling for a long time together. And when we walk into a site and we are touched by the fact that these students lack the basics, right? And, and it moves us to the point where, you know, we're ready to, to you know, ship pretty much everything that's in our garage, uh, you know, to, so that these students can have, have recess. It's important that we pave the way for people to say, we can make a difference in, in these schools that have been forgotten, and we're not gonna allow them to be forgotten anymore. Um, so that's, that's really a part of what I, I hope is gonna come of this. And thank you to Eat, Move, Grow, like I said, for hopefully unlocking a waterfall of partnerships across the country so that we can go from the Louisiana Delta to all 50 states. Again, a huge thank you to Eat, uh, Eat, Move, Grow. Without them, this project never gets off the ground. Right. And again, a huge thank you to Kurt Stone, who we hope to have on the podcast as well soon, um, and U.S. Games, BSN Sports, because again, without their support, this project probably never goes anywhere as well. Definitely doesn't. Yeah. You mentioned uh, your travels with Kurt 
And I'm hoping some of the people who are, hopefully most of the people listening, uh, saw the YouTube video of you guys down here in this area before yeah. and could really see firsthand for those who can't be down here, what it looks like when a school like mine, like yours, doesn't have basic equipment, doesn't have adequate space for your children. What does this project and the time that you've already invested in it, what does it mean to you personally? Oh, wow, that's a, that's a really big question. Well, I, I, you know, there are two people who, uh, three people that have been on this journey with me for uh, the entirety. Uh, my wife is one of them, and she's done so many things to support the work that I do. Uh, Mr. Jim DeLine is another one. Through, through thick and thin, we've, we've been on this road together. And, and Kurt Stone. And the three of us have had many a late night conversations talking about exactly what we're doing uh, this week in that there are so many schools all around the country that, that need us, that need, really just need to know that there's people that care about them, right? And so as a young teacher, I started out in a school in, in Brooklyn that had extremely limited resources. Uh, and so I, I lived that reality. In my travels, I experienced and, and saw and witnessed schools that were in tremendous need. And once you see those things, you can't unsee them, right? And so I think the convenience of modern living is that for most people, they, they don't have to see it. And that's comforting, right? So, but as soon as you see it, you can't unsee it. And, and therefore, you either have to tell yourself, it's not my problem, or you start to put your emotions into action and you start to work towards a solution. And so really for, for 15 years, we've been working towards solutions like this. And, and like I said, you know, I'm, I'm four years into the open journey. I've got 16 years left, you know, before my son takes over or whatever the case may be. But the reality is this is, this is my life's work and, and not just my life's work, but, but the life's work of my family and my friends. So I, I want to see this succeed, obviously, uh, but I, I, I want to make sure that it succeeds at Rugon Elementary School for, for Stephen and his students. Uh, you know, for all of the places that we're going to visit uh, in the next couple of days, it, it, I'm going to go home. My son is going to have amazing recess. His physical education program is filled with uh, wonderful opportunities for him to move and grow and enjoy the physical and emotional benefits of being physically active. That's what I want for all children. You're down here doing this, for lack of a better term, revolutionary type of project, helping schools and teachers and students in a way that probably has never been done before. You're surrounded by people who you love, who love you, who are all in this for the same reason. You're impacting kids who are just gonna be thrilled to see a bunch of strangers on bicycles running into their, yeah. into their school area. There's so much greatness happening this week. What's the one thing you're looking forward to the most this week? Oh boy. Um, there are so many things that I'm looking forward to and have been looking forward to. I would say that we're bringing a whole bunch of juggling scars with us. 
and it was it was like the one piece of equipment that we could quickly get in the hands of a lot of students that would you know for elementary especially the lower elementary kids a juggling scarf is magical right and so probably the thing that i'm looking forward to the most is seeing the juggling scarves in action so you know seeing five to eight year olds just freak out with juggling scarves and uh so that's not really the instructions i gave the trainers (laughs) but that's hopefully the end result I, I just think it's going to be a beautiful thing because, you know, in, in the students at SUNY Cortland that I have, I, I, we do an experiment and I, I take them through all the locomotor skills and I bet them they can't skip without smiling. You can't, right? Yeah. You can't really skip without smiling. And it's pretty much the same with a juggling scarf. If, if you, you raise a juggling scarf above your head and wave it as hard as you can, you have to smile. And so, you know, the hundreds of smiles that are come, going to come back to us um, in the next week are going to be amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the last question I have for you, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the very first day that we met a few years ago, and each time I've seen you since then, at some point in, another con- in our conversations, the phrase, we're teachers helping teachers, has been brought up. I think this project embodies that greater than anything I've ever experienced, which is why I am so honored and so thrilled and so humbled to be a part part of it. I know you're going to see these teachers as the week goes on face to face and hopefully have time to interact with each each of them. If you had an opportunity to give a quick message to them, what would it be? Why are we here? What are you hoping that that, that they, what's the message that you hope they get out of this? I want to interact on a personal level with every single member of Open. I want to. Uh, but there's a lot of them. So it's a challenge. And so I I hope that the teachers that we go to visit really feel my commitment to them and, and walk away saying, you know, we're not alone in in this endeavor. Uh, Physical educators all around the country care about us. And I, I think as soon as you show someone that you care for them, uh, they immediately try to work to elevate themselves, right? Because love is, is what drives all improvement. And that's, I mean, I feel that. Um, so I think that I, if I had to say one thing to the, the teachers of Louisiana, teachers everywhere, but um, and I've had a chance to meet Stephanie and Star and Steven, um, and, and I can't wait to, to meet others. I, I really hope that they understand that open trainers care about them, that we're here for them, uh, that U.S. Games is a company that puts its money where its mouth is. Uh, BSN Sports is a company that cares about the folks that they ship product to. It's not just a, a, a name and an address on a label. The folks at BSN understand there's a human being that's going to receive that package and that the, the goods that are in that package are therefore going to impact other little human beings. And so, you know, I, I hope they, they recognize that and they improve themselves as a result and they improve their programs and they continue to elevate for their students. I hope you recognize that my teaching and the teaching of the folks that we're going to be interacting with this week and of the 30,000 plus members of Open have has improved daily since you've come into my life and since you've, you've started this open project. 
and the quality of my life as a human being has improved since I've been able to call you a friend. So thank you so much for everything that you do on this project, everything that you do for those around you, and for, at the bare minimum, spending a few minutes with us tonight, Aaron. Thanks so much. Uh, well, I, I have to say that since meeting you, I can't tell you how many times you've made me just laugh in a way that where my gut's gonna bust. And, uh, and, and that's the beauty of the family that we're building, right? Is, is that when we're all sitting around and, 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 and sharing you know, time together and, and our efforts together, uh, that it's, it's really a beautiful thing. So Michael, thank you. Thank you so much, Aaron, for the knowledge and passion and leadership you bring every day as the head of the Open Project. You are truly inspiring. And the children around the United States and even the globe appreciate everything you do to make their lives healthier. Up next is Kurt Stone, the National Field Sales Manager for U.S. Games. The first time I met Kurt, I spoke to Mike later that night and I said, wow, this guy has the most amazing vision I've ever seen. And the more I get to know Kurt and the more I speak to him, that is truly reinforced by everything that he does not only for U.S. Games, but for Open. Aaron and Kurt are such perfect partners for an initiative like Open because they are just such passionate and caring individuals at their core. But enough from me. Let's hear from Kurt and Mike down in Baton Rouge. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Martinez here with the Open Forum Podcast. It has been a phenomenal day to kick off a phenomenal week with the uh, Peddling for PE project that Open's putting on. We have one last guest joining us today, and I would like to think we saved the best for last. We are joined by none other than Kurt Stone. Kurt, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Thanks, Mike. I don't know about the, the, the best for last stuff. There's a lot of great people here uh, this weekend. I, I am just a small, almost... Uh, an insignificant part in this whole thing. Uh, it, it is absolutely humbling to see the people here who take vacation days and personal days to come here to be part of Peddling for PE. It, 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 uh, uh, it, it's mind-boggling, it really is. Now, we've talked to people who, like myself, have come from New York, have come from Atlanta, from North Carolina, you yourself coming from Texas. I feel like everyone was impacted one way or another by the weather. You, did you, were you part of the crew that biked over here? No, 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 no. I, I, I drove. <laughs> I drove from Dallas. Uh, it's about a seven-hour trip or so. Uh, easy drive, no big deal. Not facing the weather like Brian DeVore or, or Aaron Hart or Nick Klein or anybody else had to fly through Atlanta or you know do some of that southeast stuff. I drove nice and leisure through East Texas, down through Louisiana. Very nice drive. Beautiful. Now... Obviously, you're here representing U.S. Games and helping to support the Open Project and getting Peddling for PE off the ground. Tell us a little bit about why U.S. Games is supporting Open in this project. What does it mean for, for Open, for U.S. Games, for the schools that are down here? Why are you joining us? Well, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, this is about awareness. This whole week is about awareness. We, we, th there's so many schools, so many places in this country where physical education just doesn't exist. I've been here. I've been here in this Delta. I've seen it. I've been to school sites. It doesn't exist. They try hard. They don't have the resources. And Open is all about that. It's about equity of access. And, and, and if, if you look across this, this, this great country of ours, it, it, sometimes it's almost shameful that, that that we have education, we have PE teachers who are educated to be PE teachers, they're not given the resources in order to do it. It's even worse here in the Delta. 
And and our mission here for this week is to just 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 drum up awareness. People need to be aware, not only here in Louisiana, they need to be aware everywhere that this exists. Because I, I guarantee you this, we're gonna go to some school sites in the next four days, people don't w- would never even imagine existed in this country. And I've been to those sites, and, and it's something you would might expect in, in, in Cuba or in you know some third world country someplace else, not in the United States of America. It's, it's shameful, and, and we are gonna bring awareness to it. We're gonna show everybody, and, and then better than that, we're gonna tell them how they can help themselves and teach them how to do it, and, and, and walk away here, everybody's gonna just be at a much better state. Now, in the time that we've known each other, I've seen you at conferences and uh, different open events, and I obviously know the role that you play in supporting the open project and and the teachers who are a part of that what role are you playing down here this week are you the strong silent type who supports from the corner are we going to see you on a bike are we going to see you with juggling scarves uh what, what role are you playing for us this week well i i, I hope you don't see me at all <laughs> to tell you the truth look there 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 are so many great people that are here either through through the open project or through eat move grow or the local folks right there at their own school sites no one needs me no one needs me i'm here to celebrate what a great job everybody else around here is doing it we have some fantastic people they're given their own personal time to be here to share open to, to, to share, eat, move, grow, to make lives better for kids? What, what am I gonna do? Nothing, I, I, I'm here to celebrate and, and, and buy the dinner at you know, the end of the night. <laughs> Which we definitely appreciate, by the way. <laughs> the tonight's meal was fantastic in and of itself. Um, we had Aaron Hart on a little while ago who spoke glowingly about the, the work and the support that not just you, but US Games and BN Sports puts in to make all these things possible. And one thing that particularly struck me was how he mentioned that every time an order is placed and US Games ships materials to a school, they care about the person who is receiving it, they care about the students who are gonna benefit from it. As someone who represents that side of the equation, what does something like this mean to you and to US Games knowing, having seen these schools firsthand, knowing where these resources are going and, and who they're going to help. Yeah, you know, with, within the, the, the business component of what we do, right, BSN Sports and, and U.S. Games, there's also Varsity Brands, which is our parent company. Mm-hmm. Varsity Brands really feels deeply about, about, about helping kids. The whole, the whole Varsity Brands uh, uh, mantra is, is school, sport, and spirit. Right, and 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 we live that, breathe it every single day. It's a ginormous corporation, by the way. It's not just a small bunch of guys sitting around. It's a big company that firmly believes in what we do. Well, those folks, by the way, allow us to do this, right? They pay they pay me to do this, which is amazing, and 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 they care. They truly care. From doesn't matter if you're a. a uh, a cheerleader or a football player, baseball player, or, or a student within a physical education program. They care, and, and it's an amazing company that I'm, I'm truly grateful to be working for and, and representing all the time, right? <laughs> amazing, amazing. Now, speaking of care, I'm thinking back to one of the first few conversations that we had last summer at PE Institute, um, where you mentioned why 
Open does what it does and why U.S. Games supports Open in doing what they do, not just for teachers, but for students. Could you speak? I mean, this probably could be a whole separate podcast episode in and of itself. Could you speak a little bit to what what is it about Open that makes U.S. Games believe so deeply in it? You're right. This could be a this could be a, a thirty minute conversation, and we've probably had these conversations at least for thirty minutes. But here, here's the reality, okay? In our country, we don't value physical education. It's a sad thing, but we don't. Okay. So so when when funding is allocated and they buy curriculum, guess what? Nobody buys PE cur- curriculum, right? right? It doesn't happen. So so you could go buy. PE curriculum, it does exist, it's very expensive, you could pay an arm and a leg for it, and what, 6% of the country can actually afford it? Mm-hmm. Seriously, 6% can afford it? What does the, what does the other uh, 94% do? Nothing. They're trying to make their own, they try to cobble stuff together, they believe they're doing a good job, or they don't do anything at all. Well, I... I'm telling you right now, and I feel very strongly about this, it's shameful, okay, that, that any other PE company out there today is charging an arm and a leg for PE curriculum when they know the situation in this country. And that's where Aaron uh, brought this uh, project up and said, hey, you know, what do you think? Nick and I have been talking. This is what we think. It could really work and be good. And, and guess what? It is. It's the right thing to do because no one's going to spend money on PE curriculum. Not the way our country thinks about it today. So we have to step up, provide it for them, and now we can change the equation. Because when when, when PE becomes quality with within a school site or or an organization, that's where they're going to start funding it. Absolutely. They're going to fund roll out the ball, play kickball, play dodgeball, or some nonsense like that. Not going to happen. But but when that that administrator walks in and sees good quality physical education, and it's changing kids' lives. They're going to start funding it. I can't think of anything more powerful than making that point and proving that example in schools like the ones that we're going to be visiting that are doing so much with so little and showing that it is possible to still provide high-quality education. So I can't thank you guys enough for for taking on this, this enormous mission and making that happen. But I, I'd be remiss if I didn't include not just Open and U.S. Games, um, but com- places like Eat, Move, Grow, because without their support, this wouldn't be possible. What role, f- from your perspective, have they played in making this partnership a, re- a reality? Yeah, you know, one thing we've learned here over the past two years, right? And, and, and this project, by the way, is taking us two years to get to this state right now, to where we can deliver it, and it's going to happen this week. It's taking us two years. But this is what we learned. We, you, the, you have to have a local organization on the ground that people can trust and they understand what's going on here in order to truly help. If we come in from the outside, it, it doesn't matter. No one knows who we are. They don't trust you, they don't believe you. You're some somebody from Dallas, Texas or Cortland, New York, and they don't even know where that is, by the way. And, and, and but, but the local people here, like Eat, Move, Grow, know who we are, understand us. We bond with them and they get the aha moment, go, wow, wait a minute. You guys are for real. You do want to help. Well, we have access. That's what we do is deal directly with the local schools and trying to make their environment a better place. And, and, and it's critical. And I think Aaron mentioned it earlier. We, 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 we can't do this project without them. 
And, and, and our model going forward now in every state, everywhere we go, is to work with a local uh, nonprofit like Eat, Move, Grow that, that wants the same things that we want. Now, obviously, from not just my perspective, but from anyone attached to this mission and this project, hope that this is a tremendous success and that this provides instant and immediate benefits to the programs that we're facing. But uh, Aaron mentioned before, a few other trainers mentioned before, it's not just Louisiana. There are schools all over the country, every state, every county, who are dealing with the same things. What does a project like this mean for the schools that we are going to be impacting moving forward? Are we checking back with them in six months, in a, in a year, or what does this mean long-term for these schools? Yeah, well, any good sustainability project like this works with the local committee. Here it's Eat, Move, Grow. That's how it's gonna gain success. That's how it's gonna to continue to prosper. We've come in, we've trained their folks, their coordinators, to be trainers. They go in directly and consult on, on a weekly basis about their school environment, PE, recess, nutrition, et cetera, right? That's sustainability. We could have a program, we could sell curriculum, we could do all kinds of nonsense. It's not gonna be sustainable. We come in and we affect, eat, move, grow. That's when it becomes sustainable and they will sustain it. No question about it. Now, I know I can only speak from my own perspective as a teacher in my school, in my classroom, but I think that you're accomplishing your mission, uh, what you spoke of earlier, because whenever I receive a box that says US Games on it, I don't see a US Games label. I see your face, I see Nick Klein's face. I think of the people who are behind the project. Um, as, as that person, as the quote unquote face of the franchise, if you will, what message would you give to the teachers who we're going to be seeing tomorrow if in fact you don't get to interact with them yourself? What parting message do you wanna leave them with? What do you want them to hear from Kurt Stone, from US Games, from Open going into this project? Oh, right, okay, so, uh, uh, Let's get this clear first, okay? We're gonna go to 16 schools this week. Okay, we're gonna ride in, we're gonna pedal in, we're gonna do these pep rallies, we're gonna do this great stuff. It's 16 schools. It's not about those 16 schools. It's about every school within the Louisiana Delta. Okay, and there's hundreds. Okay, those are the folks who are gonna feel the impact of everything as it carries over, as it starts to move. These folks that we're, we're gonna see tomorrow specifically, they're, they're on their way. Right, we've been to those schools already. We've talked to them. They're empowered. They feel good about what they're doing, and they got open everywhere. They're downloading it. They got it. They got it going. And 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 the other twelve for you know the remainder of the week, same thing's going to happen to them. We, 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 it's it's not what we're going to bring to them or whatever. We're just giving them tools. We're empowering them. We're showing them what's possible, what they can do, and positively affect the lives of those kids that they see every single day. This is great stuff, man. It, it, there, there is nothing better out there than helping people. And that's what we're doing. Well, I can't thank you enough. I, I hope that I speak for everyone who we're gonna be dealing with this week and for everyone who I've already talked to, all the trainers that are here doing this. I, I thank you for all your help, all your support, your, your belief in what Open is trying to accomplish, your, your, your backing for what Open is trying to accomplish. I don't think I'm understating this, that none of this would be possible without you, without US Games, BSN Sports. A huge thank you for your time, for being here, and for spending a few minutes with us today. Oh, and for dinner tonight, by the way, it was fantastic. <laughs> thanks so much, Kerry, really appreciate your time. All right, thanks, Mike, I appreciate it. And that is all the time we are going to have for part two 
of our coverage for Pedaling for PE. I know this episode was a little longer than our usual episodes, so thank you for hanging in and listening to all the amazing things that Nick, Aaron, and Kurt had to say. Again, thank you, Nick, Kurt, and Aaron, for being on the show with us, and thank you so much for your time. If you would like to reach out to the show, we are available by email at openforumpod at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at openphized. If you'd like to reach out to myself or Martinez directly on Twitter, I am at CoachMillerPE, and Martinez is at PhysEdFreak. Again, we want to make this show truly an open forum, so please reach out with any show ideas, comments, or suggestions for us uh, of any kind. And if you think of it, please head on to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and maybe an amazing review to help us climb those podcast charts. Again, thank you for tuning in. Next time, we will have part three of our Pedaling for PE coverage, which has some interviews from some teachers and administrators that the Open Team visited while they were on the bike tour. So until next time, stay active, everyone. This podcast and all of the great services provided by Open are made possible through the support of U.S. Games and BSN Sports. Every time you purchase physical education and athletic equipment through U.S. Games and BSN Sports, you are supporting a network of teachers helping teachers. Open is a public service organization. Learn more at openphyzed.org.